Hey everybody, this is Alf speaking. Welcome back to the Macro Compass. Before you invest, you must ensure that you have realistically assessed your probabilities of being right and how you will react to the consequences of being wrong. This is a quote from Benjamin Graham. And I totally agree with that. And talking about probabilities, I think the biggest macro risk you might, you might be ignoring is actually in Europe. So investing is all about probabilities. All you need to do is assess the chances that markets are assigning to different scenarios today and then try and anticipate how this probability distribution will move over time. In other words, you don't need to be necessarily right on what happens next. You just need to be able to anticipate how the probability distribution implied from market participants will move ahead of the time. And ignoring this simple principle has been a very expensive exercise for European fixed income investors. The mantra of the ECB will never really hike is melting under the eyes of bond investors who have been married to a dovish narrative, which has worked pretty well over the last 10 years, but offers a very bad risk reward today. As I've shown in the article in the volatility adjusted market dashboard that I introduced over the last few weeks, most of the action last week in global macro land happened in interest rates and specifically in the Eurozone front end of the yield curve. There have been some massive three times and more weekly standard deviation moves, extremely strong. And now the bond market in Europe is pricing about 110 basis point worth of hikes by December 2022, which effectively means 24, 25 basis point hikes in July, September, October, and December, with a 50% chance, more or less, that ECB will hike by 50 basis points in one of these four meetings. And after that, roughly another 100 basis point hiking cycle in 2023. So again, 25 basis points per meeting. And then, ladies and gentlemen, your next and final stop the market implied ECB terminal rate, which currently stands at about 1.7%, even after the very sharp sell-off we have already seen. But as I explained in the article, guys, in, in a previous article, come more sticky and uh, stay there for a prolonged period of time. The reaction function of a central banker can quickly move from linear to non-linear. They need to, uh, at a certain point, become more aggressive. They need to preserve credibility. And that need dwarfs anything else. And so an, aggressive, an, an aggressively tighter monetary policy stance is not reflected in the absolute level of interest rates, but in how much those interest rates are higher against the estimate of neutral rates. So the real question is, what's the neutral rate in Europe? If we're pricing a terminal rate of 1.7% right now, what is the neutral rate instead? And so my models estimate that the, the neutral rate, nominal neutral rate in the Eurozone is around 1.5%. So if market pricing is for 1.7% right now as a terminal rate, one might argue, you know, the severe reaction function is correct. There's a swift tightening of monetary policy from minus 50 to plus 170. And 170 is a level which is higher than neutral rate, which is 150. So we fight inflation that way. Well, not really, I think. The magnitude of the move is actually priced to be still relatively small, in my opinion. Because I went back and looked at the latest episode of prolonged price pressures, which pushed European inflation meaningfully above 2% for a while. So I used France as the barometer for Eurozone in my analysis. And I posted a chart where you can see that the Banque de France had to actually bring uh, five-year French government bond yields way above the estimate of nominal neutral rate back then. So nominal neutral rate was about 4.5%, the estimates in the early 90s, and Banque de France had to bring five-year French government bond yields to about 85 to 9% for two years in a row to slay the inflation dragon. And they actually succeeded in their mission. Eight months later, inflation was back to around 2%. In other words, what I'm going to say is that central banks can rarely slay the inflation dragon with bad steps. Instead, the path of least resistance for European bond markets will be to keep pushing the ECB towards a more aggressive cycle, hiking cycle, which leads me to the true European conundrum. How can this more hawkish monetary policy stance be conciliated with the ECB hidden dual mandate? 
The first mandate is inflation uh, around 2%. The second hidden part of the dual mandate is to prevent the hugely important geopolitical project, which is the euro and the eurozone, to disintegrate under the pressure of widening intercountry spreads. And in my opinion, they can't achieve both. Right now, it's all about getting a grip on inflation and avoiding that euro dollar slides uh, below parity. And the BTP boom spread, the spread between Italian and German government bonds, at the moment represents the proverbial sacrificial lamb on the altar. So what about macro through systematizing all my macro models into a one long only ETF portfolio? While I do that, my broad prescriptions remain the same that I've been highlighting basically since December 2021. Keep a healthy cash allocation and stay away from especially the speculative and valuation intensive side of risk assets. This is the time to preserve our capital and to play defense, not to play offense. For the nimbler investors, my current long short tactical book reflects my bearish stance on risk assets. I'm especially bearish on credit and equities. I'm short BTP boons. I'm short US investment grade corporate spreads. And I'm short the S&P 500. It's all about inflation. And it's all about the central bank reaction function here. Always remember, guys, though, you don't need to be necessarily right about the terminal final outcome. What you need to be able to do is to anticipate how the market probability distribution will move from here. And if you're able to do that in a probability listening all the way through, last but not least, if you're interested in any kind of partnership, sponsorship, consulting services, reach out to themacrocompass at gmail.com. And if you enjoy my work, please like this article, share it with your friends. It would really mean the world to me. Thank you guys. And I will.